You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Wow. Hello adventurers, we are with Sir Crokington in the Border Rangers compound and time to do the next adventure which is the Temple at Fallen Oaks, a chance encounter near Fallen Oaks, a dense section of old forest on the northern edge of Ferwin Wood leads you to a sinister gathering. Then we begin. In the company of a young but highly skilled border ranger by the name of Tav Kifson, you're just beginning the final leg of a routine patrol up the perimeter of Ferrin Wood when you discover something that makes you think your return to the outpost will be delayed. At a bend in the well-worn road that runs across the northern edge of the forest, you spot a pair of cave-wielding cave goblins darting into the thick of the wood. You're not certain if the wretched creatures have seen you, but Tav seems to think they have not. Come on, Sir Crookedon, let's see what that doer is up to, he says, smiling at crooked, smiling the crooked smiles become known for back at the compound. He claps his hands at the hilt of his longsword and strokes the neck of his horse. I've been... Itching to put this to use, you might know. Let's go. The patrol has, to this point, been mundane. And while you're eager to find out what the goblins may be up to so far from the foothills they normally inhabit, you remind Tav that you need to proceed with caution. He agrees, and after moving your horses to a safe location near the road... Good horses, good, good, good baroness, good baroness. That's the horse's name. Yeah, I'll be back soon. The two of you set off on foot into a dense section of Ferwin Wood known as Fallen Oaks. Now, we have a check. Picking a number. Bonus of 21. 15 from Woodmanship, 6 from Luck. Gotta get 50 or more or something bad, presumably. Pick now. 75. Success. 16 to Woodmanship. 
You pick up the goblin's trail, not far inside the edge of the wood. Tav is amazed by how quickly you manage to begin tracking them, and he eagerly moves through the dense forest, staying several feet behind you as you follow the telltale signs of the goblins passing. Hmm. Does that mean they, if they didn't conceal their, their passage, does that mean they want me to follow them, perhaps? Hmm. It doesn't take long to catch up with the two goblins you spotted on the road. After skirting a large patch of trees that have been toppled by some recent high winds, you find yourself on the edge of an area dominated by a large, crumbling stone structure. An ancient temple. Branthian, I think, says Tav, as he steals forward and crouches behind a thick trunk of one of the fallen trees. There's, there's our two friends now! You join Tav and stare ahead into the overgrown ruins, there, to the west of the massive dilapidated stone building sent the two creatures you followed into the woods. Suddenly, six more of the creatures step into view and move up to meet their returning kin. The goblins are all clad in armour, leather and chain, and each wields either an axe or a short sword. Nasty looking lot right here, says Tav, glancing at you as if to gorge your reaction. I'd wager they're planning a raid on the outpost. I'd also wager we can make it so it never happens. <laughs> you and Tav both agree. Both agree that putting an end to this gathering menace here and now is the best solution. Tav suggests the two of you... The two of you invade the ruins from opposite sides and swiftly engage the goblins. It's like it's not, they'll scatter when they see us. Not quite certain that they will. No, no, goblins, they forget to run. They do that a lot. Agree with Tav and invade the wounds from opposite side. Or attempt to chase the goblins out of the wounds via other means. Well, I want to kind of see what the other means are, so I'll do the second option. Tav is dismayed by... By your reluctance to immediately enter the wounds and engage the goblins. But after a few moments, he agrees his suggestion might have been a bit hasty. I mean, you are, you are splitting yourselves. And the thing is, pincer attacks, if they're not exactly coordinated, you just... You just end... You just end they, they can pick you off. You can be defeated in detail. What did you have in mind, Sir Crokington, he asks. You contemplate how you might effectively chase the goblins out of the ruins. Now, quite a few options here. Woodmanship, elementalism, telekinesis, archery, illusion, or just do what Tav suggested. Hmm. 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 So many options, so many options. Now, I can't... I'm, Almost tempted just to reset. To reset the scenario and just try them all out. But then, there won't be anything left for you to discover. So, I'll go for telekinesis. It succeeded. 4xp to telekinesis. You summon your power of telekinesis and focus it on the leading column standing next to a large group. 
leaning column standing next to a large group of cave goblins, with a relatively small projection of telekinetic energy. The crumbling stone column topples onto the crude humanoids, crushing a large number of them instantly. Oh no! The buildings! Oh, we didn't record them first! Oh, that was a historical and archaeological interest. Oh well, that's got to come in handy more often than not, says Tav, as his eyes widen in amazement. He glances over at Tav and he nods. Without, without delay, the two of you burst from the forest and dash into the ruins, prepared to engage the cave goblins still lingering within the shattered remains of the temple. I, I suggest you just run. Run, goblins, just, just run. Go deep, deep into the mountains, you know, where no one goes. There's probably some caves there you could hide in. Yeah, go, go deep caves, deep caves. You know, the really deep ones. You know, the ones where you never see the sun. Here we go. You and Tav are spotted in nearly the same moment, and the reaction from the smaller group of cave goblins still gathered in the ruins is much what you are anticipating. With a chorus of vicious snarls rising into the air, the foul humanoids bound forward to engage you. Hmm. I guess you value your pride more than your lives. Oh well. You turn and and then firmly plant your feet as you face square yourself up with the first of the six cave goblins you face. Several yards to your left, Tav is fighting valiantly against a small horde of the vicious creatures. With a fierce battle cry, the cool humanoid rushes forward and attacks. Here we are, cave goblin. Claws at you viciously, as they do, and is slain. 2xp, you step back from the bloody remains of the goblin and exhale sharply. You turn and then firmly plant your feet as you square yourself up with the second of the six cave goblins you face. Several yards to your left, Taff is fighting valiantly against a small horde of the vicious creatures. With a fierce battle cry, the cruel humanoid rushes forward and attacks. It's a cave goblin warrior, it attacks you viciously and is then slain. 3 XP, terrible loot, 6 gold. You step back from the bloodied remains of the goblin, exhale sharply. Alright, here's number 3. He's Tav still fighting his small horde. The fierce battle cry, the cruel humanoid rushes forward and attacks. It's a cave goblin warrior. Brutal stroke for 11 damage. Hey, no one said anything about no brutal strokes. And of course, I can. I can heal after. I can heal myself after each battle, so they're super easy. <laughs> I can sell sharply. Here's number four. And on to number five. Cool human rushes forward and attacks. Another three XP. You turn and firmly plant your feet as you square up with the sixth and final cave goblin. 
Several yards to your left, Taff is fighting valiantly against a small horde of vicious creatures. With a fierce battle cry, the cruel humanoid rushes forward and attacks. This is a cave goblin hunter. Although I suspect one of its preferred prey is man. Although it's just not very good at hunting them. The cave goblin hunter attacks you viciously and is slain. For XP, you step back from the bloodied remains of the goblin, exhale sharply. Turning away from the goblin corpses that litter the ground before you, your eyes are immediately drawn to Tav. The young border ranger, sitting on the edge of the ruins, nursing a rather nasty gash on his forearm, not far from the pile of slain goblins as efficient handiwork has produced. You stride up to him and he grins sheepishly as he binds his arm above the wound with the piece torn from his tunic. Now, can I use the power of restoration here? No. <laughs> yeah, it's not programmed in. I might have been a farmer. But this is all a bit too much to turn away from, he says smirking. Suddenly, however, his eyes widen and he shouts a stark warning to you, even before you heard his warning. The sound of swift and soft, fo soft footfalls from across the broken terrain to your back tells you something was moving up from behind. You spin to face the unknown danger, only to find yourself sta staring at the blade of an axe spinning toward your head. Oh dear. The goblin about to deliver the fatal blow snarls viciously as the head of his axe cuts a deadly arc. Okay, now, uh, is this axe being thrown or just melee wield? I'm not quite sure. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 26. 20 from agility, 6 from luck. Gotta get 50 or more. Or get axed up. Pick now. 96 success. Yes, you. You dive to the floor under the swipe of the goblin's axe and then swiftly spring to your feet. With no desire to allow the cave gob large cave goblin another swipe at your head, you leap forward and attack the savage brute. You quickly find yourself locked in a fight to the death against a determined and merciless foe. It's a large, axe-wielding goblin. It's probably quite angry, what with me having killed all its friends slash relatives, probably a bit of both. <laughs> Vicious goblin hacks at you with his cruel axe, cruel axe, and brutal stroke for 13 damage. Alright, take it down, and is slain. 12 XP. Without a sound, the large cave goblin collapses into a bloody heap at your feet. His crude axe drops to the ground at his side. You make a quick search of his remains, and those of the other slain goblins, but discover little of interest, and certainly nothing of any value. Few more moments and I'll have joined you, jests Tav, wincing as he cradles his wounded arm. That's a lot of them. Hey, don't say that. That's the sort of thing people say before more of them turn up. Let's get back to the horses. After taking a few minutes to scour the wounds, you become convinced that Tav is white, 
And any goblins and lucky enough to survive the attack must be long gone by now. Without further delay, you head for the horses. You walk the ride back to the range you outpost was quicker than either of you estimated, and just as dusk begins to drape itself across the frontier, the welcome sight of the fortified compound looms into view. Tav has been exceptionally quiet during the latter half of the trek, and you wonder if perhaps his steely bravado was struck a blow back at the ruined temple. Well, better he learn it now then learn it just before he dies. The encounter with the cave goblins served to remind you of the constant danger presented by the wilds as they would seek to reclaim the borders that are ever being pressed back by the encroaching realm of man. And that's the end of that adventure. 128 experience to general and 24 experience to woodmanship, horsemanship, law Weaponry, weaponry stabbing, and archery. And that's that. So now I can rest, take a little nap, a little nap in the in the rough, but 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 communal communal beds in the border range of compound. And now I can advance to the next level. Level 2 to level 3. So you need higher skills. Do the quest I've just done. 128 experience. That's all the experience I just got. <laughs> well, apart from the bot, bot experience I got from the combat and the skill experience. But that's a lot of all the general experience I just got. Well, advance to level 3 within the guild. Okay, and to do the next, of course, I have to do another little adventure, and that adventure is an uncharted cave. When you discover a previously uncharted cave on the eastern edge of Fremwyn Wood, you decide to investigate it, and we will, and we begin it. Alright, embarking. While returning from a routine scouting mission along the eastern edge of Prairwin Wood, which resulted in a visit to Millibend and a startling apology from the giant of a man named Willibor, whom you managed to subdue on a previous visit to the village, which was in the last episode, you pass through a tangled section of the forest known as Dead Leg Hollow. There, a region festooned with rocky cracks and dense pockets of furs, you happen upon the dark mouth of a cave, set into the base of a steep, mossy slope. You're certain the cave does not appear on any of the maps you studied at, back at the outpost, and realise it would greatly benefit you and your fellow rangers if you were to explore and report on it. However, as you approach the cave, a faint odour of decay drifts out of its shallow, shadowy mouth. An eerie feeling swiftly comes over you, leading you to believe that peril likely lurks in the dark recesses of this uncharted lair. 
Despite your sudden misgivings about the cave, you remain determined to fully explore it. After taking a final look at the forest that surrounds you, you boldly plunge into the gloomy interior of the cave. The stench of decay overpowers your stenses in the dank, festering interior of the uncharted cave. The sound of scurrying insects as they flee from the glow of your trusted light only adds to the uneasiness of the gloomy cave. To the west, the light of day filters in through the jagged mouth of this well-concealed cavern. You vow to remain within the dark, unpleasant lair until you fully explore its depths. So I can rest here. Alright, just see what happens if you do that. You settle down near the mouth of the cave for some much needed, actually not needed at all. Rest, picking a number. Bonus 21. 15 from woodmanship, 6 from luck. Okay, so... A fairly advanced character. Got with success 25, so a, um, so most characters should be able to do this with no chance of failure. Pick now. 110, success. Oh, and you, you fully heal here. So I can go absolutely nuts with the power use. Okay, I've gone north. There's alcoves to the north. Here we are. The, pan the, the passage ends in a small, natural alcove. The back of the hollow, only a few yards from you, stands a large tri-jaw. The carnivorous, predatory insect is currently facing away from you and appears to be busy scavenging through the bones and debris that litter the floor of the alcove. You think you might be able to sneak up on the beetle and deliver it a decisive blow before being being spotted. Attack the unsuspecting tri-jaw. But first, what is a tri-jaw? Tri-jaw, armed with three sets of powerful jaws. The aptly the ap named tri-jaw prefers to attack its prey with its long, sharp horn. Once incap incapacitated, the victim of this vicious beetle will be quickly devoured. Well, I'll have to make sure I'm not one of them. Attack the unsuspecting Trijaw. You attempt to sneak up and deliver a surprise blow to the Trijaw. Picking a number. Bonus 47. 15 from woodmanship. 6 from six from feathery. 20 from agility. 6 from luck. Got to get 75 or more. Or I get caught. Pick now. 145. Success. You move stealthily up behind the unsuspecting Trijaw and deal the large insect a staggering blow. Wounded, but still very much alive, the fearsome beetle spins around and thrusts its long, deadly horn at you as it swiftly counters your surprise attack. This is a scavenging tri-jaw. Let's begin combat with it. The vicious beetle thrusts its sharp horn at you, as it does, and is now slain. 12 XP. Your final blow sends the beetle shattered, oozing carcass crashing to the floor of the cave. Almost immediately, a strong, nauseating odour rises up from the slain insect's remains. 
Not wishing to linger here any longer than necessary, you make a quick search of this section of the cave. Something on the debris littered floor catches your eye. Amidst the bones and debris that litter the floor of this section of the cave, you discover the hilt of a dagger. The curious object, carved out of bone, bears the engravings of the letters J and I on its base. You decide to take the hilt with you. Let's have a look at it. This bone hilt was obviously once fitted onto a dagger. The letters I and J have been carved onto the bottom of the hilt. After searching for a few minutes longer, you find nothing of any interest, and once again set off on your way through the cave. Okay, going east a bit, alcoves to the north and south, going north. The passage ends at a small natural alcove. The back of the hollow, only a few yards from you, stands a large trijaw. The carnivorous predatory insect is currently facing away from you and appears to be busy scavenging through the bones and debris that litter the floor of the alcove. You think you might be able to sneak up on the beetle and de deliver it a decisive blow before being spotted, okay? Attack! Attempt to sneak up and deliver a surprise blow to the trijaw. Alright, same check again. 64, failure. Your attempt to sneak up on the trijaw has failed. At the last moment, the hideous insect spins around to face you. It's long. Deadly horn, thrusting wildly into the air as it moves to attack. It's a scavenging trijaw. And I'm just so powerful, it's still a 3+. Even though it's probably tougher. You've slain your foe. 12xp. Your final blow sends the beetle shattered. Oozing carcass crashing to the floor of the cave. Almost immediately, a strong, nauseating ozer rises up from the slain insect's remains. Not wishing to linger here any longer than necessary, you make a quick search of this section of the cave. Nothing of interest. Alright, southern alcove, another beetle, same check again. 58, failure, oh well. Still kill it. Thrust its sharp horn at you. And is slain. 13 XP. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that 13 XP means yes, it was tougher. Touch the cave. Didn't find anything. Okay. East a bit more. Alco to the south. Sneak up on it. The beetle. There we are. I managed to sneak up on the beetle. And now I stab it. And it is slain. For another 12 XP. And a great big stink. Not wishing to linger any linger here any longer than necessary. Quick search of this section of the cave. Nothing of interest. Well, you can't expect looting every. You can't expect every big insect to have a huge pile of loot. The sound of something large scuttling nearby sends your pulse racing. Okay, I've went north, and now we've got a selection. Or things in a row going from east to west. Your progress along the cave passage comes to an abrupt halt as a sinister shape looms into view out of the shadows ahead. A large trijaw, its long and sharp horn thrusting wildly into the air, after having caught sight of you, scuttles swiftly in your direction. 
Realising the dangerous insect will be upon you in moments, you rapidly assume a defensive stance and prepare for combat. It's a large tridor. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Okay, and slain. 12 XP. Eager to move away from here, you quickly check over your equipment and once again set off along the cave passage. Oh, here's another one. I rapidly assume a defensive stance, prepare for combat. Another large tri jaw, stab, stab, stab. And 13 XP. Alright, here we are, another large tri jaw. Thrust its sharp horn at you. And is slain. 14 XP. A pungent, nauseating odour rises from the oozing carcass of the slain Twijor. Eager to move away from here, you quickly check over your equipment, then once again set off along the cave passage. Okay, keep going west, and then there's something at the end of the passage. You're nearing the end of the long passage, when your sense of smell is suddenly assailed by an overpowering sense of death and decay. Without warning, a pair of large tri-jaws streak out the darkness on either side of the broad natural corridor. The vicious, ravenous insects skirtle, scuttle quickly through the passage towards you, their long hordes thrusting wildly into the air as they approach. Hold your ground and face the attack. The first of the large tri-jaws charges forward, thrusting out of you with its long, deadly horn. It's a fearsome tri-jaw. Thrust savagely gores me for 11 damage, but is still slain. 22 XP. You step to your left and assume a defensive stance as you prepare to engage the second of these fearless predators. Here's another fearsome tri-jaw. Stab, stab, stab. It tries to ignore me, get a bit of damage, but not enough, it is slain. 22 XP. You step back from the shattered, oozing remains of the two slain beetles, and suddenly find yourself face to face with a massive tri-jaw. 
the fearsome insect, easily twice the size of any you've encountered thus far in the confines of the festering lair, charges out of the gloom at the end of the passage. I mean, the square cube law tried to stop it, but it just ate it! <laughs> you dodged the initial thrust of the Tridior's deadly horn before quick, quickly countering its frenzied attack. It's a massive Tridior. Begin combat. Vicious Beetle thrusts its sharp horn at you, but I dodge out of the way. And it is slain. 38 XP. The massive tri-jaw collapses onto the cave floor. Its limbs twitch for several seconds before becoming still. You step back from the hideous carcass of the slain insect and wipe away the sweat now streaming down your brow. After having caught your breath and composed yourself following the brutal fight, you take a quick search and discover the following amidst the carnage and decay that fills the dead beetle's lair. So we got some equipment. It's not very nice. It's pretty mediocre equipment, but I'll take some of it and sell it later. And 72 gold. Among the piles of debris heaped around the large boulder, you discover the skeletal remains of seven humans. You shudder to think of the gruesome fate that befell these hapless souls, though you console yourself with the knowledge of these particular tri-jaws will never again trouble anyone. After taking a few moments to check over your equipment, you turn and promptly make your way out of the cave, eager to return to the ranger compound. You return to the border ranger outpost without delay, and immediately seek out Noldar, whom you relate, to whom you relate the details of your discovery in the forest. The ranger leader tells you he is glad to know of the cave, and he marvels at your skill and daring in having, in having, for having undertaken such a dangerous task on your own. Sounds as if what more danger of these wilds has been removed, he says. In the course of relating your adventures in the cave to Naldor, you make mention of the dagger hilt you discovered. When you show, show the item to the leader of the rangers, his eyes are opened wide and he closely examines your find. This belonged to Julian Arsholm, he says, turning the hilt so the initials carved into it are facing you. He was one of our own. He went out on patrol almost a year ago, never returned. I think we now know what must have happened to him. I hope he is resting in peace in the arms of the Allfather. You tell Naradar to keep the hilt, and he thanks you. I also get 64 experience to general. The leader of the rangers stares at the hilt in silence for several moments, before putting it away. You sense the hilt, hilt reminds him not only of one of his lost men, but also a dear friend. Naradora again thanks you for investigating the cave, and asks you to spend some time with one of the older members of the outfit, a man named Tinyar, so he can properly update the maps. I can plainly see the time has come to trust you with larger and more important missions, he says. There's one such mission being planned now. I should very much like to give you its lead role. We'll talk more about it in a little while. 
and the leader of the output steps forward and initiates a shoulder cross. I'll be able to give you the details in the upcoming mission quite soon, says Noldor as he prepares to part. Oh, and Sir Crocodon, mind yourself around Tinya, he's a bit, well, just mind yourself is all. You bid the, the ranger leader farewell and head off to find the warmth of the outpost continuously blazing thoroughfare. That finishes this adventure. I get 128 experience to general and 32 experience to woodmanship, horsemanship, law, weaponry, weaponry stabbing and archery. And now I can also advance to the next level in the guild. Level 3. To get to level 4 I've got all I need. It costs 256 experience to advance. I think that's just about more experience than I actually got than by doing the adventure. Oh well, experience isn't that hard to get. But advance to level 4. Alright, and then... And I've got to do Trail of Death to get to level, level 5, which is the maximum level. Alright. Let us do that one. Now, this is actually the last of the adventures with the Border Rangers. Because of this, it was just sort of forgotten. Because there's more fun adventures to write. For nearly a month, the telltale signs, the brutal activities of a large and deadly creature have been found in and around Furwin Wood. It is now up to you to track down what you can only imagine is a savage and fearsome beast. And here we go. Norlar suddenly summoned, summoned, sudden summons for you come as no surprise. For nearly a month, you and the other rangers from Moat Compound have been finding gruesome, telltale signs of the brutal activities of a large and dangerous creature in and about Furrin Wood. At first, based on the six severely battered and half-devoured goblin corpses you discovered at the northern edge of the forest, you assume that a band of forest trolls have made their way into Furrin The tracks you found nearby, however, soon caused you to dispel your initial suspicions. Although the prints are several days old and distorted due to recent bouts of rain, you are left with little doubt that the creature responsible for this killing and several others was something more fearsome than a group of marauding forest trolls. Noradar was quick to agree to your assessment. For us two weeks, the matter was put to rest. Rest as other business and assignment of more immediate importance took the place of the mysterious and, and efficient slayer stalking the wood. Then came your summons. Four dead ogres at the base of the high ridge in the southern woods. Southern wood, says Nordar, handing you a steaming mug of paleo as his brow flowers. I think it's the work of the same beast. Or another of its kin. I'd hate to think we've we've two of whatever it is, whatever it proves to be, running around out there. 
You ask the ranger leader if any of the ogres were devoured, and he nods. Chewed up a bit, and one was missing its head, he says, frowning. I can think of few creatures capable of tearing off an ogre's head, but I'd much rather think of something else. It's only going to be a small while before whatever this is decides to move on to human prey, if it hasn't already. The settlements in these parts are my charge, and I'll see to, see to their safety. I want this thing hunted down and slain, Sir Crokington. Nodar told you the most recent sign of the creature was found in the western part of Ferrin Wood. It had moved quite, quite a ways from the site of the ogre slaughter. Time and again, this beast moves into the western woods. No doubt its lair is there. But as you, well, you know as well as I do that western Ferrin is just a bit of a tangle. I need you to track it down, Sir Coguton. Right to the rock on which it lays its ugly head. Then I want you to kill it. I place more trust in your abilities to put this thing down than I do in any of the West of us. You quickly accept the task and Noladar and tell Noladar you'll see to it the creature responsible for the slayings is found and put to death. Well then, my worries are over. Just like that, last Noladar. Here. Some more paleo, I think. It's a bit late to start on any such endeavour today. At dawn tomorrow. Nearly two hours before dawn, you set out alone from the ranger compound and pressed steadily westward into the heart of Ferwin Wood. The well-worn trails over which... over which, your, which the feet of your fellow rangers have passed countless times gradually give way to thin, overgrown paths that before disappearing altogether. It is nearly midday when you find yourself moving into a more tangled region of the forest, and only a short while later you happen upon the first sign of the creature you set out to track down. The overpowering stench of decay is what first alerts you to the grim discovery. Only moments later, your eyes fall upon the gruesome sight. Stalked to the broad trunk of a maple, with an iron spike and swarming with flies, is the rotting head of an ogre. You immediately recall Noadar's description of the headless ogre corpse. You also note, with a growing sense of dread, that the ogre's head appears to have been torn from its neck. Brutal act requiring almost unimaginable strength is what ended the life of this ogre. Wasting no time, you move about the area, scouring the ground for any sign that might serve to lead you to the direction of the creature you've come here in search of. More than once, you find yourself wishing you were back in the compound, enjoying a mug of paleo with your fellow rangers. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 15. All from woodmanship. Got to get 50 or more. To find it, I guess. Pick now. 106. No, 107. Success. 8 XP to woodmanship. Utilising your mastery of woodmanship to great effect. You discover evidence both on the ground and amidst the surrounding foliage 
that suggests you're indeed on the trail of the deadly creature you're attempting to track. After spending a few moments to rest your weary legs and take note of your surroundings, you once again set off in pursuit of the creature you're tracking. As you move through the thick of western throwing, you continually scour your surroundings for any sign left by the brutal slayer you're tracking. Alright, picking a number. Bonus 15 again. Success, 55. Pick now. 37. Failure. Despite a thorough examination of the surrounding woodlands, you're unable to find any further discernible sign of the creature you're attempting to track. After a few moments, you rest your weary legs and take note of your surroundings. You once again set off through the forest, determined to pick up the trail of the creature you're tracking. As you move through the thick of western Flarian, you continually scour your surroundings for any sign left by the brutal slayer you're tracking. Alright, same check, but now I've got to get 60. Pick now. 31. Failure. Despite a thorough examination of the surrounding woodlands, you're unable to find any further, any further discernible sign of the creature you're attempting to track. After taking a few moments to rest your weary legs and take note of your surroundings, you once again set off through the forest. Determined to pick the trail of the creature you're tracking. Alright. Alright, same check again. Bonus 15. Success 65. Pick now. 67. Success. 8 XP to woodmanship. Utilising your mastery of woodmanship to great effect. Discover evidence both on the ground and amidst the surrounding foliage that suggests you are indeed on the trail of the deadly creature you're attempting to track. After spending a few moments to rest your weary leg, legs and take note of your surroundings, you once again set off in pursuit of the creature you're tracking. As you move through the thick of western furring, you continually scour your surroundings for any sign left behind by the brutal slayer you're tracking. Picking a number. Bonus 15. Got to get 70 or more. Pick now. 113. Success. Another 8 XP to woodmanship. Utilising your mastery of woodmanship to great effect, you discover evidence both on the ground and amidst the surrounding foliage that suggests you're indeed on the trail of a deadly creature you're attempting to track. After spending a few moments to rest your weary legs and take note of your surroundings, you once again set off in pursuit of the creature you're tracking. Alright, check again. Got to get 75. Pick now. 54. Failure. Despite a thorough examination of the surrounding woodlands, you're able to find any further discernible sign of the creature you're attempting to track. After a long and exhaustive search through some of the thickest areas of the forest, resign yourself to the fact you have been successful in, in finding and following the trail of the creature you came here tracking. Dejected and quite weary, you're about to sit down on the trunk of a fallen tree when the sudden thud of a heavy footfall from behind sends your pulse racing. You spin around only to find a massive grey-skinned fist streaking towards your head, picking a number. Bonus of 40. 14 from unarmed combat, 20 from agility, 6 from luck, 
Got to get a hundred or more, or be clonked on the head. 129. <laughs> you instinctively fall back, narrowly dodging the savage blow by mere inches as you, st- as you topple onto the leaf-covered forest floor. Which makes me nearly invisible. <laughs> Staring up at the towering, grey-skinned creature stepping over the trunk upon which you are about to sit, you're overcome by a sudden and profound dread. The massive, grey humanoid, its broad torso whippling with thick bands of layered muscle, and its gaping jaws filled with double rows of jagged, stone-like teeth, is a wood hulk, which has a link. Woodhawk. These massive, grey-skinned humanoids are nearly twice the size of an ogre. Their giant-like strength, coupled with their deadly, fang-filled jaws and fierce, brutal nature, make them among the most feared denizens of the wild. Some believe that Woodhawks are related to trolls, though equally as many folks dispute this claim. Luckily, Woodhawks are quite rare, but not rare enough, apparently. Chances that you'll ever run into one are very slim. Well, not slim enough. But they're going to be rarer soon. As the fearsome, almost mystical forest engine stomps towards you, snarling savagely. You quickly regain your feet and hurriedly draw yourself into a defensive stance. With his vicious snarls filling the air... The fearsome Woodhawk charges forward and attacks, swiping out at you with his broad fists. Oh my. It's pink difficulty, so it's a 13 plus roll, which I will counter by summoning some undead. Yeah. Keep summoning the undead. Wave Lord, Hand of Healing. The Rage Hulk Woodhulk roars as it swipes at you with massive fists. The Warhawk smashes you with a fearsome blow, leaving you momentarily stunned. You manage to recover from the blow, but still take 22 damage. Right. Summon the undead. Right. How about I just use the power of destruction? Never energy blast. 34 damage. Then 25 damage. Then 38 damage. Then 35 damage. Then 32 damage. Swipes as it wars as it swipes with its massive fists. And there we are. It is now slain. 136 combat experience. Spread quite broadly. The bloody carcass of the fearsome Woodhulk lies on the leaf-strewn forest floor at your feet. You step back from the remains of the savage creature and struggle to catch your breath following the brutal melee. You are confident you have brought down the marauding beast that has been stalking Thirdwind for this last small while. Your sense of elation is short-lived, however. A short snort from the south shatters the silence that descended upon the woods with the hawk's passing and sends a shudder the length of your spine. What, is there another one? Instinctively, you spin in the direction of the sinister noise, only to find yourself face to face with something ever more frightful than that which lies dead before you. 
stomping, stomping through the tangled undergrowth, its massive, muscle-laden limbs bending the trunks of small trees as it draws near. It's a towering woodhulk, nearly half again as large as the one you've just slain. The fearsome forest beast stretches wide its jaws and emits an enraged bellow that echoes resoundingly off the surrounding trees as it bears down on you. Realising the Woodhulk will be upon you in moments, and with no hope of outdistancing this deadly denizen of the wild, your mind races as you hopefully determine your next course of action. So it's just fight. There's, the other options are archery, telekinesis, elementalism, illusion, and necromancy. The only one I can actually do is illusion, so I will. Succeed it. 8xp to illusion. You summon your power of illusion and craft the uncanny phantasmal likeness of an armoured warrior emerging from the brush just to the left of the woodhook. And it's going to pay a lot more attention to that because it's a lot bigger. The fearsome, grey-skinned hulk turns to confront the new but illusionary menace and you quickly seize, seize the opportunity, leaping forward and striking the creature a series of well-placed bow, blows. Before the illusion has completely faded, you leap clear of the Woodhulk's deadly swipes and draw yourself into a defensive stance. Despite having suffered considerable damage, the enraged Woodhulk charges ahead, its broad fist poised to strike you a killing blow. The massive Woodhulk is swiftly upon you, striking out at you with all its savage might. Alright, this is a Woodhulk. It has a 17 plus roll. Physical attacks are going to be nearly useless. So I will use Wave Touch. The Savage Woodhook roars as it swipes at you with its massive fists. The Woodhook smashes you. With a fearsome blow, leaving you momentarily stunned. But you manage to recover, but you still take 25 damage. The way Flight Tuck sends a deftly chill the length for your, en for your enemy for 43 damage at least. And then 38 damage, then 25 damage, okay. Uh, let's hand of healing a bit. Wave Touch for 25 damage. 42 damage, hand of healing, oh I couldn't take that, right, hand of healing, 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 ah, oh, I was killed, I was killed, alright, I think if I was a bit more lucky I could take that, but, ah, oh, no, well, ah, uh, well, uh, hmm, uh, the last time I saved was three adventures ago, so I'm guessing, well, let's just say that's the end of that. And if we if we do manage to finish it off, well, well, I guess if you want to see how that adventure ends, well, you're just going to have to play the game yourself. Uh, so next time we'll be helping someone out. We'll be helping some someone out with a tower they just bought. 
and getting quite well compensated for it. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.